Ah, good morning, my beautiful friends out there in the online verse. I'm Marshall Bircher, and welcome to today's training. And yet, I start another series because I've got lots of different things coming up, and I'm thinking of different things, and yada yada. This is Blunt Cake episode number one. This particular series is where I get blunt about things that that we need to confront and understand as we thrive beyond our codependency, as we step beyond our old programming, the freeze fawn loop and all of that. Step beyond our fawning, step beyond our shame and our guilt, and really discover more about what's real and what's going on in our reality. So we'll be addressing a number of different things like what is a toxic behavior, what is a healthy behavior, what's healthy communication, what isn't, what's entitlement, what's privilege, etc., etc. All in the context of codependency and interpersonal and intrapersonal relationships. So if you're new to me, I'm excited to have you here. Welcome. I need to share this out to the community. The community is your safe haven here on the internet where you can find guidance, support, and tools that help you thrive beyond codependency. You can find a link above on Facebook, below on YouTube, or you can Google or Facebook search it. It's the Thriving Beyond Codependency Community. And I need to share this out to them right now because there's like 3,300 of you guys out there and you deserve this too. So I'm going to share it. Yay! Buttons are clicking and things are doing and they move things around again. Ah, the joy of life. Okay, there we go. So blunt cake episode number one consequences are love and action two so one of the challenges we have in codependency is this notion that we need to be nice all the time and that um, being empathetic and being understanding is always the right answer to these things hi jasmine nice to see you thank you for your Gratitude. Thank you for your thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, so we have this habit of just applying empathy to everything. <clears throat> but the problem with this is a lot of times this empathy is unboundaried, meaning we are ignoring the impact of their behavior on us. We're ignoring the cost. We're ignoring our emotions. We're ignoring the validity of our experience. And we're ignoring what we have to tolerate in order to be empathetic with this person. And that is not empathetic to ourselves. It's not caring to ourselves. It's dismissive of ourselves. It puts us in a second, third, fourth position, and it doesn't honor or respect us. See, yourself comes first in this order. So if someone, especially an adult, is behaving in a way that is hurting to you that you feel hurt by or confused by empathy isn't the response at that point confrontations the response it's hey i don't understand why you're doing this this hurts can we talk about it it's an accountability statement because that's what's required there because <clears throat> the other person needs accountability in order for them to get connected to the consequence that their choices and actions are creating in their world and in yours and in relationship that's essential because we're we're being influenced and affected by them and if 
these individuals are operating from what's called the eight relationship bare minimums, they're going to take accountability for it, they're going to make a correction, and they're going to empathize with the impact. That's foundational. That's essential healthy relating. Last night we were in the, the heal yourself strategy and we were talking about what's called relational safety and this topic of, of, of consent, of entitlement, and of these um, of empathy, of the, these, this unwarranted or undue empathy came up. That's a really big issue for us. Um, let me see if I can get my thoughts to line up here because when we're when we're in relationship and we're ignoring the consequence someone behaves someone's behaviors have on us we lose we lose we suffer they don't grow they don't get what they need either and what starts to happen in the background is resentment starts to breed it starts to grow and this starts to create a huge amount of problems in the relationship because now there's pain that's not addressed there's problematic behavior that continues to happen which only amplifies the pain which only amplifies the resentment so in this piece of blood cake we have to shift our from empathy to accountability and say hey this hurts this is not how i tolerate being treated here's how i want to be treated in this is this something you're willing to do that way the other individual the adult can actually do their adult job grow up a little bit and they like oh yeah i need to take ownership of this i need to change this a bit because it isn't about them getting away with it because they've had a bad day or they've had a traumatic history it's that they need to inherit the consequence of their choice so they can grow up so they can mature essential that also moves us into maturity too because a mature person isn't going to tolerate behavior that hurts or harms them regardless of the person's past or even their present hey it can be like this and i've done this and i've had it done to me hey i, I know you it looks like you've been having a really rough time today I, and i i have got a lot of space for that but how you responded to me how you treated me hurt i felt hurt by that don't do that again do this instead and i can then i'm there because i'm not the enemy i'm not the problem here and then we had a conversation about these behaviors and we adjusted them we have a right to stand up for ourselves we have a right to say no and part of that is saying stop doing that that hurts and that gives them the chance to be accountable and a chance to demonstrate integrity to demonstrate empathy to demonstrate a respect for your boundaries to demonstrate a reliability in their integrity and their accountability and to uh, practice a little acceptance and a little positive warm regard for you literally all eight of the eight relationship bare minimums are in action right there so confrontation consequences giving to someone accountability for their behaviors is love because what it is it's an advocation for you and for the relationship it's basically saying hey when you do this it hurts me and i i can't stay in a relationship with you if this persists because it doesn't become safe for me and i want i love you i care about you i value you and i want to feel safe with you i want to feel connected with you i want to be with you and here's how that can happen so that that's how it works that's true uh, that's a genuine intimacy 
There's a genuine chance for them to grow up and for you to be seen, valued, and loved. So it's consequence that's necessary in these, these things. Accountability and consequence. Not condemnation. Because we're not judging their character. We're not putting them down. We're not declaring them unlovable or unworthy or whatever. We're just focused on the behavior that's happened and the impact you experienced with it and the consequence you exact with it. That's it. It's just like, don't treat me this way. If you do, here's what I'm going to do. Because it's not about changing their behavior. It's about informing them about the impact of their behavior and then defining what you're going to do in response to it so that they can make a choice and demonstrate what uh, their commitment to the relationship, their level of maturity, where they're going to go with it. They inherit the consequence. They get to live with it because that's reality. It's the same thing we do with children. You know, hey, you did this. This is the consequence. You ex execute the consequence. Same thing we have to do with, with ourselves. Oh, <laughs> I made that choice. This was the result I inherited. Got to live with that. What will I do differently next time so I don't have to have this kind of consequence? It's really what is necessary so that we have bounded empathy so that we have well-being, so that we are demonstrating self-respect, so we're treating our emotions, our experience, the cost we inherit, and the outcome with value, with importance, and with priority, so that we are always in, with integrity to ourselves rather than selling ourselves out, rather than constantly empathizing and, 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 and fawning to someone who is not being emotionally accountable and emotionally responsible because empathy will not help someone improve when they will not take accountability that takes both so if someone comes let's say i do something and they feel hurt by it and i own it and i demonstrate ac accountability and then empathy for the impact they had and then they're like you know i'm curious where that came from for you and they're like well blah 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 and this was the blah, blah. and they're like oh wow that too they could empathize at that point That creates connection. That creates understanding. But we have to empathize with ourselves. We have to care about ourselves a little bit more than we need to care about their pain. They need accountability and consequence, um, not empathy and a lack of consequence. That's what leads to changes in behavior. That's what leads to people understanding what your tolerations are, what your boundaries are, what you will and won't tolerate in interaction with them and it's what generates self-respect and ultimately it filters people in and out of our reality because the people who will not do this they leave you that you leave them they're, they're they're done they don't get a space in your world but the people who will show up with accountability with empathy with kindness and they'll change their behaviors and they do they're earning the right to be in your world because relationships are privilege it is a gift to have relationship with you. When you start looking at yourself as a gift, as something that is a gift to have in their life and that it's a gift to have them in yours, then we start really respecting what's being shared and what's being given and honoring it, treating it with respect, treating it with consent, with, with uh, love, with kindness. And... We open up to a really beautiful world of understanding each other. Those are the people who deserve, or those are the people, they don't necessarily deserve it, um, 
Those are the people you can choose to, to allow into your world because they're earning it. I mean, who you allow into your world is your business. It's not mine, so I even take that back. <laughs> it's, it's always language with consent is always an interesting one to, to filter out in my brain because I wasn't raised. The word consent didn't even exist in my vocabulary until 10 years ago. So that's just like still working some of that out in my head. But ultimately, you're the authority and you're the one who determines who gets to be in your world. And for me, my standard says you're going to respect me and you're going to own your impact and that you're going to be in operation of those eight relationship bare minimums. If that's not happening, I can't have a relationship with you because that interaction puts me at risk. That harms me. And I'm not going to do that to myself. I respect myself first and foremost. And then I go from there. So, good morning, Brittany. So consequence is essential for love. It's a loving action to let people inherit their consequence. Because consequences are teachers. They're life's uh, mentors. They're like, hey, you can do this differently. And they need to inherit the consequence so they can then grow or not grow. I mean, that's their choice, what they do with it. But that's the fundamental there is they need the consequence because they need to make a decision about what they're going to do with that lesson. So consequence is essential. I mean, it was consequences that helped me mature and grow up emotionally and relationally and socially. It wasn't empathy. It was not kindness. Or it wasn't empathy and it wasn't um, bypassing it. It was a firm and clear a consequence and accountability. And then when I figured it out and started taking accountability, started growing, growing up and empathizing with the impact, people were like, come back into my world. But we have to grow up there and they have to grow up too. So in our world, if we're the one applying a lot of empathy to bad behavior, our maturity is to start respecting ourselves, not them. It's to respect ourselves and the impact and cost we're living with and then go, ah, well, you got to inherit a consequence. So you treat me this way. This is what's going to happen. Here's how I want to be treated. Is this something you're willing to do? And see what happens. Allow people to consent to their change and see if they demonstrate it. Because if they do, great. you got someone to build a relationship or continue a relationship with. If they don't, that person is not going to change. And now you're going to begin to inherit more and more of these kinds of outcomes and impacts. And then you've got to make, you got to ask yourself honest, brute honest questions about it. It's just like, is this what I want to live with? Because this, if this is taking away from my well-being and from my happiness... This is not a relationship that is healthy for me and it looks like I need to make some decisions for myself. And if you decide to leave the relationship, that is a consequence the other person earned because of their choices and their actions. They're not a victim as much as they might cry about how they are. They're not. They inherited that consequence because they behaved in a way that earned them the consequence. It's not like gravity says, hey, you're, it looks like you jumped off this cliff. Let me negotiate this with you. You know, it looks like you had a bad day or you just tripped and ooh, you're going wrong, you know. No, no, no. You're going to go because that's what gravity does. What consequences need to do the same thing in your relationships because this is where people start to learn and this is where you start to discover self-respect for you. You matter first. 
you really when you let that let that become internalized as a truth for you then consequences become your ally because it's like hey you're treating me this way i don't want to be treated this way i've not earned it i've been compassionate and kind and available here's how i want to be treated is this something you're willing to do because if you don't then i have to make decisions here that are going to be really unpleasant for both of us and they might whine and complain about it well that's what three-year-old adults do and they get to live with the consequence so empathy comes after consequence Empathy can be like, I get it, man. I see where you're coming from. I know how hard this is. I'm really appreciative that you heard me and that you've made this change in your behavior because it really shows me how much you care and love about me. And I totally get where you're coming from. But please keep continue this because it really helps both of us. So that's it. That's today's blunt cake. So there'll be more of that coming, I suspect. Lots more pieces of cake. So let's see. Robin says, interesting. I keep turning this back on myself, not in control of their behavior, thus take on too much. Then get mad and blame internally until I take a stand often with too much intensity differentiation. Yeah. Yeah, really, this is like I the things we explicitly own that we have intrinsic, innate ownership of are our feelings, our desires, our choices, and our actions. And the consequences that result from those things. We do not have ownership of other people's feelings, desires, choices, and actions. And the consequence they inherit by their choices and actions. So when we separate them out that way, we can sit back and go, hmm, what's mine? What's theirs? Ah, okay, well, this is there. They did this thing and I did this thing. So I'll own this and I'll own that. And... That way we're becoming more anchored in our actual power. Because now our decisions are no longer reactive to what someone else does. They start to become proactive in response to what the situation is. Because now we're choosing actions and consequences we want to live with. So that, uh, well, we're sober, we're accountable, and we're in a mature response to things. Because our, our choices and actions ought to be with aligned with values and and um, principles that we really want to adhere to and that may align us with an outcome we desire but may not so it's really more important that we make choices and actions based on values and principles rather than on an intended outcome that way we're not trying to get an outcome which would often lead to us violating our well-being our principles values and boundaries instead it's like well, if my value is clarity, then I'm going to be really clear here. If my value is honesty, I'm going to be really honest here. If my value is integrity, then I'm going to have integrity with my choice and my action, with myself and then with them, that kind of thing. So we become more structured that way and we're not enmeshed in their yard trying to control them or in ours. And we don't get into the blame game because the blame game is you know, making someone else responsible for something that's in our yard, whether it's a feeling, desire, choice, or action that we've taken or not taken. That also breaks down the entitlement component because entitlement is a huge problem. Um, we Children grow up with a sense of entitlement and they have a legitimate entitlement to resources from the parent because they themselves can't provide those resources for themselves. Until they grow up and gain skills and experience that allow them to do that. And then the title may get smaller and smaller and smaller and boom. But between peer-to-peer -peer adult relationships, there's no entitlement. 
we have rights, we have standards, things that govern our behavior and govern whom we allow into our world and not. But we don't necessarily have an entitlement to someone else's uh, resources in, 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 in any fun function there. So when we look at the blame game, it's an act of making someone else responsible for something they're not responsible for, which usually we want to avoid the accountability there subconsciously, because then if we have to be, if we have to take accountability for it, then we have to advocate for ourselves, which leads to a confrontation, which is really uncomfortable, that kind of thing. It demeshes us from them when we really take full ownership, radical ownership of my thoughts, feelings, choices, and actions, and my desires, and then it's just like, hey, I felt this when you when this behavior happened. I would like this instead. What do you think? Boom, boom, boom. That way, everybody's in ownership. They own their behavior because they did the thing. You're owning your desire and your feelings and what your experience was. And then you're making a request of what you would like to have different. And then you're gaining consent. No entitlement there. Just pure respect for yourself, for them, and for your desire so at least that's how i approach it and in my experience that has worked out extremely well it's solved a lot of relationship problems for me it's eliminated a number of unnecessary conflicts and pain it's generated a large amount of honesty and intimacy and clarity i've been able to make better decisions for myself and have more consistency in my relationships they just last and thrive, and there's a very low thresh, low frequency of conflict and a high frequency of joy and play and intimacy in them because we have this in, in action within the relationship. So, man, if I had only known this 20 years ago, <laughs> life would be very different. So that's today's blunt cake, my friends. Consequences are loving, too. Letting people inherit their consequences, exacting a consequence in order to respect your own boundaries and well-being, that's life. They inherit it. And so when we depersonalize their emotional experience by going, well, I get that it hurts, but this is the consequence, and we stay separate from that, then we don't let our empathy overwhelm us and violate our own boundaries and then lapse uh, and violate and disrespect another person's consequence. Because consequences are, are just a natural byproduct of taking an action and making a choice. And now they're there to teach them. So let them have the consequence. So if you struggle with this, if there's a wrestle in there with you, or if there's like condemnation going on, um, I invite you to first jump into what's called the Reclaiming Innocence course. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. Uh, if you're new to me, it's a great little five-module course that gets you introduced to how I work as a mentor. Um, we'll be take, you'll be learning how to release condemnation on your judgments. Or be, release yourself from condemnation and judgments, from mistakes, perfectionism, from feelings, wants, needs, and desires, and from your own being. And then you can jump into the Heal Yourself strategy and discover, go deep in healing the core cause of codependency, which is really about the trauma bond. And then undoing that, you know, healing the trauma bond and coming back to your own sovereignty by restoring your safety, sanity, and self. So link is above on Facebook for that, below on YouTube. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for showing up today. Thank you for being the badasses you be and for allowing me to have an impact and influence in your world. I will see you guys tomorrow for our next training. Have a safe day out there. And remember that you're worth knowing, 
bombing and keeping, and I will see you later. Bye-bye.